G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Uh, let's get some thoughts from Micah Australia. Ben Thurley is the CEO of Micah Australia and uh, we've chatted to Ben a number of times. His concerns uh, revolving around the issues of cuts to foreign aid. Ben Thurley is joining us now. Hello, Ben. Welcome back to 2020. Okay, thanks, Neil. Ben, as you were sitting up watching the Treasurer, as I was, and uh, many Australians, many of the listeners to this conversation uh, were up watching the budget and wondering what it really means to us, uh, there was no mention of foreign aid cuts in the budget presentation speech that the Treasurer made. Uh, I guess this is part of the uh, the uh, finer detail that you've got to look for. Yeah, that's right. Um, Treasurers rarely refer to the aid program in their budget Speeches, but uh, in the behind the scenes, yeah, aid was being cut last night. Now, your concerns, Ben, primarily around the idea that this particular budget last night marks a moment when Australia became the least generous nation that we have ever been. Yes, that's quite right. Uh, so we have had 26 years of uninterrupted economic growth. Australia as a nation is wealthier than we have ever been in our history, and yet we have never been less generous. We are giving less as a proportion of our income than we ever have before. And I think that's a sad moment. Um, Not just sad for our nation and what it says about Australia and our priorities, because we had massive amounts of money to invest in uh, in the military. We had money to invest in tax cuts for relatively wealthy Australians. And yet we're cutting aid, which affects um, the lives and the hopes and the dignity of so many of our poorest neighbours. Let's get some context here, Ben, because obviously there are some people who are very apathetic about foreign aid and uh, will say foreign aid is just one of those extra little luxury things that we can do as a nation when we've got plenty of money to do those things. Uh, when we get that in, in into context of who we are as an international citizen, uh, what does it mean for us to actually have uh, a foreign aid budget which does help the poor in other nations? And uh, and how important is it for us to actually be seen to be supportive of those who are poor in other nations? Yeah, look, for a relatively small amount of our uh, federal expenditure, so it's, it, our aid program is less than 1% of the budget. Uh, but just to give you an example, in 2014, that 1% of the federal budget, so a tiny, tiny percentage of, of our tax dollar, helped get over a million kids into school. It helped train over 100,000 teachers. It helped vaccinate nearly 2.5 million children against killer diseases. And um, as a father and a husband, one of the things that um, I feel particularly strongly about is it helped more than a million mothers be able to give birth with a skilled birth attendant at their side. So women in Bangladesh or in Nepal, in poor rural communities where there aren't hospitals and where birth, uh, pregnancy and childbirth, are, uh, which should be the most hopeful, beautiful moment in in a mother's life can be the most risky and dangerous moment. They were made safer because we chose to invest 
and share some of our resources as part of a global fight against poverty. So I think achieving those outcomes is something that Australians should be proud of and should support. And when we walk away from them, I think that's a really disappointing thing. Do you know, though, if we are walking away because circumstances in some of those nations may have improved, or are we just uh, turning our back on those nations? Uh, Look, some circumstances on poverty certainly are improving, and that's one of the great um, things about global cooperation against poverty, that we have seen enormous progress. Um, The number of people getting access to clean water worldwide, for example, has been more than halved. Um, sorry, number of people without access has been more than halved over the last 15 years. That's amazing progress and aid has played a part in that but we still see we live in a region where, where most of the world's poor live and we still see people dealing with deeply entrenched issues of poverty and inequality and so yes, we're not walking away because things are so much better that they don't need it anymore. We're walking away because we have decided that um, Yep, their own interests matter more than making a substantial contribution to the global fight against poverty. Ben, reflect for us for a few moments on uh, the Treasurer, Scott Morrison, who, as I understand it in his maiden speech, included an impassioned plea to increase and not cut uh, foreign aid. Uh, Is this something that uh, you think that maybe he's had a turnaround from those uh, initial days, making a maiden speech to the Parliament? Yeah, look, I I think at a personal level, um, many people in our parliament care passionately about these issues and the Treasurer certainly did when he entered parliament not very long ago. Uh, and as a committed Christian, I would hope that those are his values and his deepest held beliefs. Um, to some extent, he's now just enacting a set of cuts that were put in place by his predecessor. So these are cuts that were announced in 2014 and he's allowing them to roll through Um, even though he had the power to stop them. So I guess I would invite all our national leaders, particularly those who share a faith in Christ, to say, what are my core values? What are our core values um, as believers and as good global citizens? And how do we implement them? It might not be politically easy. There might be easier calls to make. Tax cuts are always easier. But what's the right thing to do? And I think the right thing to do is to say, When our neighbourhood has most of the world's poorest people living in it, when our part of the world is the part of the world most vulnerable to natural disasters, Australia as a wealthy, privileged, blessed nation has a role to play in addressing those challenges. Ben, you're saying that the government has made a choice uh, to turn their back on uh, these issues when it comes to the foreign aid budget and uh, help for those poorer nations. Uh, Where we sit in comparison to other governments, uh, reflect for us on the British government because they, in all of their economic challenges, have actually been able to maintain a high level of uh, foreign aid. Yeah, that's right. Um, British Prime Minister, a Conservative uh, Prime Minister, David Cameron, uh, made a very strong statement a number of years ago that he would not balance the British books, the uh, budget, on the backs of the world's poorest people. And he committed to lifting aid towards 0.7% of gross national income, the international aid target. Uh, He made that promise and he kept that Britain is now one of the world's leading aid donors. It contributes to peace and security and uh, anti-popular underworld. 
despite having more substantial budget and debt challenges than Australia faces, it would have been a wonderful opportunity for our leaders, for our Treasurer to make the same call that we wouldn't balance our books on the backs of the world's poorest people. Unfortunately, they did not. And as you say, it was a choice. We have money for submarines. We have money uh, for a tax cut for people earning $80,000 and more. Um, but we don't have just a few hundred million to stop Australia becoming the least generous it's ever been and to invest in life-saving and life-transforming programs um, that help the poorest people in our region and in our world. Ben, when we talk about being a Christian and having a view on these things, uh, you know, sitting up to watch the budget and then uh, following commentary and and listening to the way that uh, changes to taxation and uh, Google taxes and cracking down on multinationals, uh, all of these sorts of things are really, really important. As a Christian, uh, where do you start? Do you start from the basis of care for the poor? Uh, and uh, that that care for the poor really comes from uh, from a biblical foundation. Yeah, that's right. I start from uh, concern for the common good, uh, looking out for other inter- other people's interests, not only my own interests. And I think uh, Paul in Philippians says that's exactly the attitude that believers should have, uh, putting others' interests first. And then, in particular, I take God's passionate concern for the poor to be fed, for hungry people uh, to be fed, for the poor to be cared for and their rights protected. And that comes through the prophets, the Psalms, uh, Jesus, Paul, who said the one thing we absolutely were committed to doing was to remembering the poor as we went about our work, preaching and teaching and planting and nurturing churches. All of this says to me that uh, when we think about budgets and what nations, what our nation should be on about, We've got to consider others, and we've got to particularly consider the impacts on the poorest and most vulnerable people. And, of course, uh, there is a certain level of uh, ruthlessness that needs to come into a Christian worldview too, doesn't there? And this whole idea of cracking down on multinational tax avoidance, as a Christian, uh, I guess that's something that ought to make us a little angry because where multinationals are avoiding tax, that denies the poor the opportunity to have uh, these increases. Uh, so at, on that particular issue, on what they're calling the Google tax, uh, does, does Micah Australia have a view on that? Yes, we welcome moves to increase transparency and to crack down on multinational tax dodging because we know it robs Australia of resources that could be used to repair the budget to invest in infrastructure and services like health and education. We think that's a really important thing, and I welcome the government taking steps in that direction. We also know that multinational tax dodging does rob the poorest countries when companies uh, at work in developing countries don't pay their fair share of tax there and instead shift their resources to tax havens. That robs them of revenue that would be used to fight poverty. So we welcome those steps, and I think we would ask the government to go even further and make sure that the actions we take are not just about protecting Australia's revenue base, but genuinely helping developing countries have access to the information and the tools they need to crack down on multinational tax dodging so the work that we do can be shared. Well, Ben Thurley, I'll point people to simply Google MICA Australia and uh, they'll be able to find some detail on there about uh, some of the more in-depth commentary that you guys are making when it comes to last night's budget and uh, certainly appreciating you taking time to talk to us today and uh, share your heartbeat on these things. We'll talk another day, but thanks for being with us, Ben Thurley. Yeah, thanks so much. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.